Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, from the University of Colorado, 30 years in the ring, fighting for truth, justice, and the American way, Dan Kaplan. Well, if it's warm in your car, it's not that ball of fire in the sky. It's our phone lines. They're exploding as we talk about why are so many Americans not getting vaccinated. And it's driving these these Democrat politicians crazy. Now they're sending out people door to door. And uh, and so people reacting to that. But I, I am getting so many interesting explanations for why so many are not vaccinated. Text as well. And I'll get to those in a second. But uh, quick table setting. Hey, I really do believe the vaccine is going to be viewed by history as one of the great scientific accomplishments ever. And and so I got it. My family got it. But I have total respect for the people who decided otherwise. So I do not understand the shaming, the ridicule, the mocking, the harassment of people who made the opposite decision. So where do you think that's coming from? Do you think it's wrong that the government is tracking those who've received the vaccine and those who haven't and and is now, you know, mounting a door to door effort to pressure those who have not? And again, selfishly, I'd love to see everybody who doesn't have a medical contraindication get the vaccine selfishly love to see it. But it's not my business. So this open disrespect, I mean, Polis, Denver Post reporting yesterday when Polis was asked about, hey, you're dropping the emergency orders, but got all these people dying. He said, oh, 99 percent of the people dying chose not to have the vaccine as if, you know, hey, that, you know their lives are worthless. Yeah, I, I, I understand where that's coming from, which is where most stuff comes from for most politicians on the left, certainly Polis. And that's just ego. And I think he and Biden and the rest of these lefties are mortally offended that so and embarrassed that so many people have have refused their command that they get the vaccine. 855-405-8255, the number. As we go back to our jam phone lines, just a taste of the derision out there from the left. This is off CNN. Then we'll get to the White House itself. Dr. Renner, given where things are going, is it time to move on from saying please to mandating? Uh, I do think uh, it's time to start mandating uh, vaccines. And I think that private industry and private organizations will do that. You know, at GW University, where I work, uh, starting uh, this fall, you can't be on campus unless you're fully vaccinated. Look, I think that we're in the part of the pandemic now where the, the problem in this country is that 150 million Americans are not vaccinated. Now, half of that uh, Uh, number is uh, less than 18 years of age. But let's look at the adults. 75 million adults have chosen not to get vaccinated. And that choice has consequences. Now, we can't force you to take a jab in the arm, but there are many jobs, perhaps, 
that can prevent you from working if you decide not to get vaccinated. So I think we need to be more proactive, and I think we will see uh, industry take the lead in this. Wow, and then I'll get to the White House. What about the flu vaccine then? It, now should it be mandated? People get the flu vaccine because the flu, what, what did it kill, Ryan? 80,000 people in America just a few years ago? Mm-hmm. The flu itself? And I'm not equating COVID to the flu. It's far more serious, but you can see you know, that the precedent here. All righty, back to the phone lines. Let's go to Strasburg, Colorado. Wonderful place. We'll talk to Dave there. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome, Dave. Hi, good afternoon. How are you? Living the dream, my friend. Uh, well, like I told your friend there, I've never taken a flu shot in my life. Uh, I have not been vaccinated. Um, I was almost kicked out of the Army in 76 because the swine flu, they wanted us to take the shot, and I refused. Hmm. Uh, they backed down after, uh, you know, they told it was a all volunteer army. And they said they were going to kick me out. And I said, fine, I'll, I'll join the Marines afterward. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and, uh, so they backed down and, uh, anyone that didn't want to take it, they said that was fine, but I've never taken, I, well, you know, I'm, I've been talked sick? To before I, I worked 30, I, I worked 30 years as a cop on the street. Nice. I've well, never, yeah. I've never worn a mask. Never taken any shots. I worked through, you know, H1N1, SARS, AIDS, all that stuff. and Just stayed healthy. You know, stayed healthy. Yeah, man, you just uh, got that immune vitamins. system. Well, and that's what I'm saying. So I, I've never taken uh, yeah, anything. Yeah. I, I'm not going to take a flu shot. Yeah, and, 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 and i got to tell you, Dave, and thank yeah. you for your service as an officer. I've jammed lines when I get to him. But, Dave, to your point... I mean, that's one of many, many reasons there should be total respect for those who decide not to get the vaccine, even though I got it and and I hope everybody does. Because you've got people with great immune systems and they they just make their own decision, their own cost-benefit decision. So this shaming and mocking of the people who make that opposite decision, I I just think it comes back to power and ego for, uh, for the left. Texter, Dan, I'm 28. Uh, me and my wife want kids. It's an experimental drug and an experimental drug. Uh, she's had COVID with minimal reaction. I'm an essential worker and work through it with no issues and no uh, contractions. So it's not worth the risk. Thank you for that text, my friend. I'll get to other texters as well. Righty, let's go to Brian in Arvada. You're on the Dane Kaplan Show. Welcome, Brian. Hey, Dan. Yeah, I think you were crazy to get the vaccine after you already had the virus, but that's just my opinion, and you have your right to make your own choice, Mm -hmm. just like I should have my right to make my own choice. Exactly. But I got a solution for uh, these door knockers. Yeah. Everybody put a note on your door. Say, baby sleeping, don't ring doorbell, or knock on door. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Good suggestion, Brian. Thank you. 855-405-8255. Let's go to Nick. Fort Collins, Colorado, the great KCOL. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome, Nick. How you doing? Living the dream still. Yeah, the the whole vaccine thing. I just moved up here from Florida right before Christmas. I come from the land of the free. Mm-hmm. Then I come out here, and you guys have masks and all this stuff out here. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's one of those things that the vaccine should have a two-year trial just like the polio vaccine did. Yeah, well, obviously we were, but obviously we were in a crisis situation as a nation, which is why, again, I think history will look back on this as an amazing accomplishment, this vaccine. I think it saved a ton of lives. I think it saved the economy. But at the same time, complete respect for those who say, you know, this thing's just too new. 
And, and I'm just willing, not willing yeah. to trust something that new. I get that. I made the opposite decision. Yeah. I got it. But, but I, it is completely rational to make the opposite decision. Oh, yeah. And like I said, the thing that saved the economy was just opening back up. We had an economy down in Florida long before oh, yeah. Yeah. the vaccine came out. Yeah. No, you're right, my friend. You're right about that. Hey, appreciate the call. Thank you for that. And and that's a whole nother topic. If I wasn't going to be in trial on Monday, I'm going to be in trial next week. Ryan has the gig on Monday, Christy Burton Brown uh, during the week as well. But uh, but I'd be talking about that, which is, will we ever go back? Would you ever go back? Uh, Because, you know, there are scenarios. I don't think they're at all likely. There are scenarios where this variant coming out of South America or whatever, we may end up in another very contagious situation, not over this Delta variant, but over something that could happen. But I don't think we would ever go back to the shutdowns we've seen before, et cetera, because we know they did not work. We know they were counterproductive. We know that there was so much mismanagement in all of this that I just never see us going back to, unless we're talking something Ebola-like with a 50% kill rate, I don't see us ever going back to the kind of reaction to covid that we had here. And listen, you know, in the beginning, when this was brand new to all of us, uh, yeah, people were going to make mistakes, well-intentioned, but make mistakes. Other people should have known better and did things that were wrong and got people killed. You know, other governors, for example, hmm, Colorado. But, uh, but once people had a little bit of time with this thing, no, then you started getting into politics and power. Mark and Bennett, you're on the Dan Kaplis show. Welcome. Hello, sir. Um, I'm a kind of a split family. My wife did not get the Mm. shot, Mm. but I did. Mm. Um, I got it because I have two or three comorbidity factors, but I did 32 years in the Army, and I was pumped so full of experimental stuff, I figured, what the heck, this ain't going to hurt me anyway. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She didn't get it, or she was contemplating getting it, and she went back to visit her doctor for uh, an injury, and the doctor told her, do not get the shot. Because you have a, uh, you already have a compromised immune system, mm. and the shot can trigger actually it. trigger it. Yep. So she Overreaction. was definitely, yeah, yeah and, and and she's definitely against it. Yeah. Um, same with my father and my mother. My father got it. He's a veteran also. After mm-hmm. twenty years in the Navy, yeah. mom said, "I don't leave the house. I don't want it." Yeah. Yeah, and why not respect those individual decisions? And to me, isn't there a bigger issue, and thank you for your service and your father's, isn't there such a bigger issue that just reflects the lack of respect that these lefty uh, and and high office have for real people and their intelligence and and their freedom? I agree 100%, and I wonder what gives them the legal authority to send an NGO onto my property and trespass. Mark, that is a great question. I do not have the answer for you, and I'm starting a trial Monday, so I can't promise to research it this weekend, but I'm going to get to the bottom of that because it's so counterintuitive to me that the government has the power to track you right now, whether you got the vaccine or not. You know, the government should, hey, fine, make your best arguments and, and respect individual freedom, but tracking people like that? and sending people door-to-door, and I'll update you on that after the break. Five 
622. Glad you're here on the Dan Kaplan Show. Lines on fire. There's one open now, though, 855-405-8255. And they should be because we're talking about one of the most interesting, profound questions of our lifetime, which is why are so many Americans? And now, you know, depending on which stats you're looking at, uh, you know, you've got about half the adults out there right now not getting the vaccine, according to some stats. Other stats say 75 million adult Americans not getting it and another 75 million uh, people 18 and under uh, under 18 have not received it. So why? And, and what do you think of the government tracking those who have received the vaccine and those who have not? The government involved now in these door to door efforts to pressure people. What do you think of all that? But I'm really curious about why you think so many people not getting it. Now, me, I got it. My family got it. I think it's going down as one of the great scientific accomplishments ever. But hey, I recognize it's early and I may end up being wrong, which is one reason I have total respect for people who make the other decision and don't get it. And then you've got lots of other reasons people may decide not to get it. So this shaming of them and Polis coming out and telling the Denver Post when they ask about the people still dying, he said, 99 percent of them, you know, chose not to get the vaccine. So this dismissive attitude, this shaming, mocking, ridiculing, pressuring, uh, implying, if not outright saying that people who don't get it are reckless and are going to kill themselves and others to me is totally detached from logic and reason and respect. And I think it's a pure ego thing on the part of Biden and Polis and all these other lefties. They are furious that so many Coloradans and Americans have defied their order. Well, not a legal order, but have defied their instruction and and consider themselves to be smarter and better judges of what's best for them than Polis and Biden, et cetera, as they have every right to do. And as they really should, because when you stop and look at it, I mean, come on, Polis has, has totally botched COVID. Doesn't mean everything he's done has been wrong, but a lot of things have been very wrong and they've had grave consequences. So that's the last guy. I think you should be trusting selfishly. Would I like to see everybody who's not medically contraindicated, get the vaccine. Sure. But, but there are, that's their decision. That's their de- So the last person I think you want to be taking medical advice from is Jared Polis. I mean, what, in December, Ryan, he got one out of every 25 nursing home residents in Colorado killed with COVID? Mm. No, that's the last guy you want to be taking medical advice from. With that said, hope you seriously consider well, the vaccine, I and mean, I completely Dan, respect your decision. He did call us stupid bastards. If well, you that's, remember yeah. on oh, Facebook. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, if we wouldn't wear masks outside. Yeah, I remember that. And so if we're stupid B-words, what is he? He's the governor. He has all these vast emergency powers, and we end up with this carnage in our nursing homes on his watch? What does that make him? Dan and Centennial, you're on the Dan Kaplis Show. Welcome. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Um, i got a couple of points to make here. Hopefully you just bear with me. So... What you're seeing with the government right now and getting all upset about people not getting the vaccines is because the more people that don't get the vaccines, as the, the COVID uh, infection diminishes and the probability of death or, or severe health risk goes down, it blows up their narrative that yeah. they use to keep us on lockdown and control us and change election laws. So well, that's, that's why they don't want to be exposed for the fraud that they are. Well, let the me ask you. Point do- I'd like 
to your point, my friend, let, yeah, me, ask, let me ask you this. This is a number I think everybody's going to be very interested in, and probably nobody knows. What do you think the seven-day average of deaths was in January of this year versus the seven-day average of COVID deaths right now? Uh, I don't believe that it was all that much higher or worse. Well, in January, seven-day average, 3,249 COVID deaths per day, the right. seven-day average. Now the seven-day average, what would you guess? Unfair question. I'll ask Ryan this, too. What What would you guess? I can't even well, venture a hazard one. But... No, you shouldn't know it. No, nobody should know it. I just well, looked it up. It. Ryan yeah, can't even hazard a guess. 166. So yeah, 3,200. Yeah, so the point is, I mean, think about it. You have all of this massive pressure now, ridiculing, shaming, implying that they're getting people killed, that their lives don't matter now because they've decided not to get the vaccine. You've got all that right. coming down on the heads of people, the government tracking who's getting it, not getting it, at a time when, thank God, we're down to 166 deaths a day, seven-day average. Yeah. Yeah, and they use the fear tactic, the mafia fear tactic of we'll take your jobs, we'll yeah. we'll charge you if you don't, we won't let you have a you know park in a garage, we won't let you fly in an airplane. This is all to control their narrative. The other point I wanted to point out to people is people really need to research and, and look at what this doctor Robert Malone is talking about. He's the inventor of the RNPA transfer mm -hmm. vaccine. Mm -hmm. um, he is unequivocally saying, if you're under 18, do not take this, this vaccine. It, the risks of the vaccine are way worse yeah. than the risk of getting the COVID at that age. Yeah. And he also says, um, this was an emergency drug and all, all prescription drugs, all vaccines, all anything you see, they have to, by law, produce the side effects associated and because this is, is an experimental drug, they never, ever, ever told anybody about any side effects of these vaccines. And that's why people aren't taking it. It's, I took it. I have no problem with it, you know. But a yeah, lot of people too. are going, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you don't even know the side effects. You don't know what this is going to do to me. Now we're seeing females uh, like 20 to 50 experiencing large volumes of, of migraine headaches. Yeah. Well, they never exposed that to anybody. And see, this is why people aren't taking the yeah. vaccine. And, and Dan, appreciate that. Sorry, we're out of time. This segment will get everybody in on the other side. And, and my point is, listen, we all knew anything this new, uh, there's going to be this big uncertainty. You don't have the benefit of time to provide you with that information and data to make your decision. With that in mind, you know, I and a guy who's handled big pharmaceutical cases, you know, I decided to go ahead and get it, and I'm glad my family did. But the point is, it is more than reasonable for somebody to make the opposite decision. So why the shaming from Polis and the left? And why do you think so many people are choosing not to get the vaccine? Here on the Dan Kaplan Show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
say that the failure to provide accurate public health information, including the efficacy of vaccines and the accessibility of them uh, to people across the country, including South Carolina, is literally killing people. So maybe they should consider that. But I would say that what this is... By the way, that was Jen Psaki on behalf of Biden ripping on the South Carolina governor who said he's going to do everything in his power to stop the government from going door to door to pressure people who have already decided, obviously, not to get the vaccine. Is And what is it is not, this is not federal employees going door to door. This is grassroots volunteers. This is members of the clergy. These are volunteers who believe that people across the country, especially in low vaccinated areas, should have accurate information, should have information about where they can get vaccinated, where they can save their own lives and their neighbors' lives and their family members. Yeah, and, and I've got no problem with, say, just grassroots organizations that feel that people should get vaccinated and, and want to try to persuade people. It's not the most comfortable thing in the world, but but I've got no problem with that. But wait for the rest of this. No, it, it's really the Biden administration organizing this. That's exactly what this is. It's something that's been going on since April. And it's something where we've seen an impact in states where there are lower vaccination rates. So it is something we will continue to uh, to work with local groups to do. And it's a disservice to the country and to the people who may lose their lives, who may lose family members to provide inaccurate disinformation at a moment where we're still fighting a pandemic. Yeah, we're working with local groups. So it's the government party. Listen, I'd, I'd love to see everybody without a contraindication get vaccinated. I got vaccinated. My family got vaccinated. Fantastic. I just don't like the pressure being put on people. I don't like them being shamed and ridiculed and, uh, you know, being told, as Polis did a couple of days ago, that, uh, you know, those lives, hey, they made a decision not to get the vaccine. I, I, there's no logical basis for doing that. I, I mean, it is a respectable, reasonable decision that those can make. Who, who decide not to get it. It's the opposite of my decision, but who cares what I decide? You know, it's, um, but it's so typical, right? It's so, this is about ego and power for the left right now. I don't believe it's about public health. I believe that much of what they have done, the vast majority of what Polis has done has been about Polis and his advantage politically. It's not been about public health because he has screwed up public health in so many different ways. Jan in Denver, you're on the Dan Kaplis show. Welcome. Oh, Dan, I'm so grateful I'm on. Okay. Um, the reason I'm not getting the, the vaccine is because I have really severe health issues, hmm. and I may not get COVID, but if I get a shot, that would be counterproductive. It's like as a 100% death sentence or a serious reaction sentence. Yeah, so you think, Jan, that if you get the shot, there's almost a hundred percent chance you'll die from COVID. Not from COVID, from the shot. Well, well, right, right. I'm, I'm so sorry, but from the shot, from an adverse reaction. But uh, yes, and I think what, what we're doing. May I ask? And I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to persuade you, but may I ask why you think that? Because I, and I don't know you, Jan. I don't know your health history. But sitting here right, right now, it sounds like you'd be very vulnerable if you did get COVID itself, right? I would be, but my chances of getting COVID are, would be, if this shot would, would be, um, I would have a negative reaction because of, mm-hmm. uh, they don't have any st- statistics on what yeah. I have, yeah. then I, I'm saying this, this could be 100% that, that I would have a serious reaction, whereas COVID, I'm taking my chances yeah. 
because I may not get COVID. And I've got to tell you, I don't see where anybody on the face of the earth has any right to to argue with your personal decision or to disrespect that or try to pressure you. I to, to me, that is well, so anti-American. Again, I think it's uh, that we're we're we are providing the statistics that they don't have as far as the outcome of this yeah. shot. Yeah. But I wanted to say another thing. If you go to the European Health Agency, I think it's called EURADA, E-U-R-A-D-A, they are reporting in Europe, and they're, they're tracking all of this um, back, yeah. back, back, uh, sure. back flow. Anyway, last time I looked, they had over 15 greater than 15,000 deaths, hmm. and over 1.5 million people had bad reactions. Yeah, and, Jan, and that's where you've got to make your decision, right? Thank you for calling the show. That's why, truly, it is illogical for Polis and others to be shaming and mocking and saying, well, then, hey, they've made their decision. Their lives don't matter, when there are so many rational reasons not to get the vaccine. Now, personally... I, I think it makes sense. I think it's a, one of the great scientific achievements in human history. I'm grateful for it. I'm glad I got it. I'm glad my family got it. But there are so many decent reasons for people to decide the other way. And that's why I think people should really be concerned about what's actually driving this, you know, for Polis and Biden, et cetera. But make no mistake about it. Very large numbers not getting the vaccine. It's put at 75 million adults. This texter says, Dan, 75 million Americans voted for Donald Trump. Need I say more? Texter, um, the, the number, that's an interesting point. But many, many, many Trump voters have received the vaccine. So the truth is you have many, many millions of people who did not vote for Trump who have chosen not to get vaccinated. Let's go to Alan in Castle Rock here on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome. Thank you, sir. Um, I just want to let you know I'm one of those people who decided not to take the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Simply because... Oh, we lost you there, my empirical friend. Empirical data. Yes. Empirical data. My wife had it mm -hmm. um, back in April, uh, the first when it started. Uh, and she struggled with it for about three weeks. And back then, we didn't know anything about it, so I did not take any precautions, masks, gloves, whatever. I figured if she has it, I might as well get in, get it over with, and be done with it. Hmm. So I didn't catch it. Uh, so, you know, last Thanksgiving, my son had it. Hmm. And the day before he started showing symptoms, we were together and he was having a drink. And we said, oh, Dad, this is so delicious. Have a sip. Hmm. So I took a couple of sips from his glass and... Um, and then a couple of minutes later, I was like, oh, that was really good. Let me have a couple of more sips. <laughs> and then and from the same container. And then the next day he called me and said, Dad, I'm a little worried. I got a, a headache and a fever. So um, I'm worried about you. I said, don't worry about me. Go take a test and see what happens. So he went and took the test. It's all positive. He uh, struggled with it for about a week. And then he got over it. I never showed any symptoms. Yeah, yeah. So I don't believe that the, the transmission rate of this yeah. disease is as high as they yeah. hyped it up to be. 
Uh, and I know an acquaintance in Texas, his father actually died of a heart attack, mm-hmm. but on his death certificate, they, the, the hospital put death due to COVID. Yeah. And, and Alan, thank you for that point. I'm up against a hard break. But see, I, another reason just to respect people's decisions. I mean, you look at our law office and, and we have clients to serve. We were open full time, full speed plus during COVID. And, and this entire stretch now, how many months is there in March? Yeah, so, you know, 16 months, two cases the entire time, both very mild. And, and so COVID is real. It's dangerous. It's serious. We should take it that way. But the point being that another reason why people who make the opposite decision from mine and choose not to get the vaccine shouldn't be disrespected. People have to factor in their own life experiences and what's going on in their life, in their world. 855-405-8255. When we come back, I want to play uh, some interesting sound from the White House on this as the shaming and the mocking and the blaming continues. And again, getting your input on why so many, and the numbers are so large, those who have chosen not to get the vaccine. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. I don't care if Monday's black, Tuesday, Wednesday, hard to tell, Thursday, never looking back, it's Friday, I'm in love. Oh, great pull there, Ryan. It is Friday. Big smile. It's going to be a beautiful summer weekend. So glad you're here on the Dan Kaplan Show. How about this text, Dan? After listening to your show and hearing some of the most absurd and stupid arguments about getting this shot from your listeners, I now completely understand why conservatives can't get elected to public office. And the only reason I read that is is because you, you talk about the blind arrogance of the left. If you want to look at who is truly anti-science, who is stupid when it comes to science, who is lying when it comes to science, it is not conservatives and conservatism it is the left over and over and over again. I mean, talk about COVID. Look who has botched COVID all over America. You know, leftist governors, Democrat governors. Uh, look at Polis in Colorado. This texter wants to call conservatives stupid. Uh, well, then what does that make Polis when he gets our nursing homes wiped out? Highest nursing home death rate in the country for months at the end of the year, one out of every 25 people in a Colorado nursing home dead of COVID in December alone? I mean, what does that make polis? And then you talk about basic science, such as when life begins. The entire Democratic Party devoted to abortion on demand. They'd have to be total scientific morons, idiots, numbskulls to not realize that that's the taking of an innocent human life. So, no, the anti-science party the party defying science, lying about science, that is the Democrats. That's the Democratic Party. Let's get back to the phone lines. By the way, we're, we're talking about why so many Americans are not getting the vaccine. I got it. My family got it. I think it's one of the great scientific achievements ever. But I have complete respect for the people who've decided otherwise. The left does not. The government tracking you now, sending people door to door in some states, trying to pressure people to do it. And I think that's wrong. Hey, I I do want to welcome to Colorado uh, Uncle Denny and Aunt Renee from Abilene, Kansas. Drove in last night, Denny's 71st birthday. They just celebrated 50 years of marriage. And uh, Denny mentioned to me, literally, as they drove over the state line, the roads went from great to horrible. And I said, yeah, that's uh, Democrat administrations in the great state of Colorado. 
All righty, who are we going to here? We've got Guy in Cheyenne. A lot of calls from Cheyenne right now. We always welcome those. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome, Guy. Hey, welcome, Dan. Thank you. Yeah, Good to be um, here. I, I, can, I continue to be amazed, and I used to be amused, but not so much anymore, about the amount of time, effort, energy, and taxpayer money that is being spent trying to convince us all that after 4 billion years of evolution, every one of our immune systems shut down and quit working on exactly the same day. (laughs) Now, a guy, in fairness, my friend, obviously your point about immune systems is a great one, but obviously there were an awful lot of people, healthy people, you know, who were having a tough time with COVID. And then, of course, you had the vulnerable who were being taken out by COVID. So wasn't it fair of the government to spend all that money to try to rush the vaccine, develop the vaccine, encourage people to take the vaccine? Wasn't that fair? No. And the reason is, can we parse out of the people that have passed away? And if you look at the average annual global deaths mm-hmm. covid is covid is minuscule okay the the addition is minuscule but can we please parse out deaths of covid from deaths with covid mm-hmm. if you have covid symptoms and get shot it's covid related yeah, there, there's obviously the been trouble with that. We've talked about it on the show. Yeah, but but there are plenty of real COVID deaths. And, 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 and guy, hospitals get more money yeah. with a COVID death than a non-COVID death. Well, let me, let me ask you this, Guy. Would, um, would you be upset if the vaccination rate right now in America was 100%? I wouldn't be upset if it was 100% voluntary. Mm-hmm. I, for mm-hmm. one, my wife, for two, will not take it. We were in St. Louis in November of 18 when something that the local uh, medical people were calling uh, undiagnosed, uh, undiagnosable upper respiratory malady. We called it generically the crud. <laughs> you had it for four to six weeks, Z-Pak, Pearl, yeah. Yeah. Uh, nothing would touch yeah. it. You had it, and five or six weeks later, you didn't have it. Yeah. I swear that was COVID eighteen. Yeah, and, and guy, very, very much appreciate the call. And, and listen again. I understand we differ on some things, but but we agree on this, which is reasonable people can decide not to get the vaccine. There are lots of reasons for a reasonable person to decide that one way or the other, whether I think it's reasonable or not, it is their decision. And it's so telling about Polis and Biden and the rest of them that they are not respecting those individual decisions. I think it tells us a lot. And and this text, I think, goes to the heart of it. Dan, why would I listen to politicians when they lie and give immunity to Big Pharma for experimental vaccine? Why immunity for a safe vaccine? And the point I think that is so important in there is is the point about not trusting politicians. I guarantee you this. I did not get the vaccine. Listen, I, you know, I'm a thinking person as everybody listening is. And I'm a trial lawyer. I've sued big pharma and I did my research and decided to get it. And I'm glad I did. And I'm glad my family did. But the point being this, 
I didn't get it because some politicians said I should. I'd, I wouldn't trust a politician on this kind of issue. I talked to doctors. I talked to my own doctor. I, I did my own research and I made the decision to get it. And I'm glad I did. But the distrust of politicians and the way the left politicized this and the way Fauci willingly became a political tool for the left undermined confidence in their recommendation to get the vaccine. And, and that, I think, is one of the single biggest reasons why so many people have not gotten the vaccine. And then there are other logical reasons. Again, I thank God and science and President Trump we had the vaccine. And I respect people who disagree with that. Ryan, tremendous job behind the glass. I'm in trial next week. You'll have the show on Monday. Christy Burton-Brown will do some shows as well. Have a tremendous week on the Dane Kaplan Show. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.